Welcome to Flag Tech, episode one, where we talk about the most interesting tech of the week. Uh, tech news. Um, my name is Nick. My co-host Dominic. Say hi, Dominic. Hi. Okay, okay. So, we basically started this podcast because we're always having these conversations about um, tech that's, um, that's important, that's changing the world. And we might as well have these conversations while everybody's listening. Um, we have we do have a few topics today. Um, we are going to talk about the Mac Pro, um, the XDR display, um, things such as the 5G, but um, not necessarily only Apple news. We're also going to talk about gaming, um, the Xbox Series X. Um, and even cars. So let's get started. All right. So the first topic of the day is the Mac Pro. Um, it's been a big talk that, you know, it's, it's a lot of people think it's overpriced. Um, I think it's not. Um, and I'm going to let you know these reasons, but Dominic, what do you think? In my opinion, it is overpriced due to the fact that, yeah, you're getting the tower and everything but you also got to purchase the monitor okay so if you don't have the monitor how can you use the tower okay and the monitor alone is like 1500 okay so it kind of is overpriced but okay it's 50 50 it's all depends on the, who's going to use it the user and then you also got to look at what you're getting on the inside as well i hear you i hear you and that's true um, one alternative would be to get it without getting the display. Um, the thing with the display, the reason why so much is because it's, I don't want to say one of a kind, but it's literally like, they don't make many monitors like that. So it's like a supply and demand thing. So Apple puts all the research into getting a display that's going to appeal to its um, audience, which is like the pro community that edits videos that needs color accuracy that needs the right size that needs the right um even the res up to the response time in the hdr um so it's not like you can go out and buy another one so when there's such few you know even just competition uh the prices are always going to be up since it's just one of a kind um as far as the tower itself i mean for what you get um Shoot, to be honest, I mean I'm not a hundred percent sure like how many how many cores it comes with, but um I know for a fact it comes with a lot of cores and if you wanted to buy that to build a PC it would run you a lot. Um apart from that you do get DDR4 memory, ECC memory, which is known to be expensive. So technically you're paying a lot of money because it's basically like the bleeding edge, like the the best you can get right now and you know when new tech comes out it's always more expensive um kind of like when 4k first came out you know the tvs were ridiculously expensive mm -hmm. but uh eventually everything just trickles down and the prices go down but as far as now i mean in my opinion it's one of the best computers out and um it's not for everybody not everybody needs something like that that's just for a specific audience and they're not telling you to buy it. That's why, you know, you can still get like a $1,000 iMac and, you know, still have a good experience. Yeah, of course, of course. 
Um, what do you think about the XDR display? I like it. I like how it's like, it has the curvature to it. It kind of looks like, I want to say, like 4K, right? Okay. Like those 4K TVs. Yeah, I think Samsung it's 5K. Has. Yeah, uh-huh. like 5K. Yeah. Okay. So it's like if you record in like 4K, you can watch it in 4K. Okay. So honestly, I like it. It yeah. looks good. When Apple first released it, I remember I. I know how I forgot what it's called. Where you could do it with the iPhone, the AI or something okay. like that. What? Where like you could pop it up, like do it digitally. Like the on your phone? No. The handoff. Mm, like it's on your phone, right? Okay. You know how you go on Apple website yeah. and then you click. Uh, you either do AR or the keynote. Okay. Click the AR and it like puts it up like digitally. So you can like get like. Oh, you can do that. Look, yeah. Wait, like, like when you use the iPhone camera and you see like digital things on there. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. It's like okay. AI or AR or something okay. like that. I think it's AR. Yeah. AR is um augmented reality, and then VR is kind of like a whole different world. So AR basically puts digital things on a real world, on a real space, and then VR is just kind of like a like a whole new world. Like everything is fake. But um, okay, okay. Yeah, I personally I like it. Yeah, I like it. It's adjustable, like the Dell. Oh, okay, like it, like it moves and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, the stand is is a lot of money. I get that, but let's say you're spending thousands of dollars on a monitor, and let's say they didn't sell the stand, and um, it just came with like a standard stand that wasn't that much money, um something as minimal as like the stand can actually ruin your whole experience if it's not perfect you know what i'm saying so like i think it's like magnetic i saw a few videos about it where you know it just kind of snaps on the thing but at the same time it needs to be sturdy enough for for the monitor it is pretty thick and then at the same time you could actually rotate it like that and you know it doesn't wiggle or nothing like that because the first thing people say about like monitors, even though you're not really moving them, um, a lot of people just nitpick at the fact that the the stands are like sometimes weak and like they move their desk a little bit and then they start wiggling. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like it still goes back to like the supply and demand thing. There's only one type of stand that's gonna work with it, and they can charge whatever for it. But you know, you at least you can't say that it's a bad stand. So yeah. Of course. That's why I referred it to the Dell, because, like, it moves <laughs> and everything. Yep. So, so what do you think about the, the AT&T 5G? Um, according to them, they're live intensities. I don't, they're pretty much one of the first ones to be out. And, you know, according to everybody, it's supposed to be, like, life-changing. But what do you think? That's what I want to know. I want to know if it actually works, like... I want to know if, all right, if I'm in my house, because I have Metro, so I don't get service in my house. So I just want to know, okay, am I going to get service? Okay. Is it going to be faster than 4G, LTE? Is it better than all that? Okay. Like, what's the benefits of upgrading? What's the benefits of getting it? What are the cons of getting it? So I just want to know. Okay. And, but what have you heard about it so far? Me, I heard from customers coming in and everything. They say that it's good. They say that it it is a little bit faster, and they say they get better reception. But okay. 
I heard also heard some customers say it's really no difference. They don't see a change in it. So, like I said, I just want to know like what's the like real story behind it. Uh, what kind of customers have you spoke to about it? <coughs> like, what do you mean? Uh, tell the people in what area you're in. Deerfield Beach. Okay. Where? Florida. Okay. So. All right. So, my main issue with AT and T lately is that technically on people's phone it says 5G, but um, yeah. it's not a real 5G. It's 5G E. It's like a small mm-hmm. E, right? So it's not 5G. It's like it's called 5G evolution. So it's pretty much telling people that they're getting ready for 5G. But to me, that's misleading. It's pretty much telling customers that they have 5G and they really don't. Kind of like the same thing that they did with 4G. Mm-hmm. Um, back a couple of years ago, there was iPhone 4 that 4G wasn't out yet. And um, pretty much what it was, it was like a 3.5G. So mm-hmm. it was a better 3G. It had like different bands, different frequencies and everything like that. And they got Apple on board to put the little 4G icon, but it wasn't really 4G. Yeah. Um, eventually, 4G came to be um, on the iPhone 5, I believe, which was, um, what's it called? The LTE. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the real 4G. But uh, they have a history of just doing that. And, you know, people that don't know, they just, they just trick them into thinking they have 5G. So... My thing with 5G, it's supposed to be really good, but it's supposed to be really, like, short range. Mm-hmm. So, what it's costing the carriers a lot because of the fact that they have to set up antennas, like, every few blocks for everybody to be covered. Where a 4G network, you have a big cell tower and it covers, you know, a, a, good, a good radius. Um, so, that's the, that's the thing. Um, I saw... Um, this uh, YouTuber called MKBHD and he went to test out the 5G with a 5G phone mm-hmm. and um, he tested the speeds and they were ridiculously super fast. He actually located a tower that had 5G. <coughs> and um, But the thing is that as he moved more blocks away, even just one, the speed would decrease dramatically. Um, and the further he moved from it, the the lower it would be. Obviously, that makes sense, but even though he was still on 5G, just because of the the little bit of distance, it's what basically was making the speed go down. Um, I'm not too sure if it'll go through walls as easy, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's pretty much has to be installed like every few, you know, I don't want to say feet, but every few blocks for it to actually work properly. Um, I believe the city of Miami was complaining, saying that AT&T was leaving like a lot of, I don't know if it was AT&T or one of the providers leaving like installations of 5G antennas and, you know, just leaving like exposed wires and, and things like that because in the street, what they had to do is, like I said, they have to have like so many nodes, so mm-hmm. many antennas that you know they pretty much hide them like by like street uh street signs or like light poles and since there has to be so much installation a lot a lot of it was sloppy and uh but at the same time it's going to benefit the city in the long run and i'm sure they're paying the city to be able to install these things of course 
<coughs> the city's probably getting paid like millions just for it. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Easy. So you know, it's supposedly gonna be life changing, but you know, we're very far away from it. You know, four G just recently got uh, to a point where you know it's, it's it's straight, like it's good, like it's finally everywhere. You know, sometimes when you know we're from South Florida, when I used to just take a drive to Orlando, the four G just wasn't good enough. Yeah. Or it would just fall off. Didn't, so, didn't they uh, like make the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 Pro for 5G? 5G ready? Mm-hmm. Then what's the ultra band that that new band that they put into the phone? What's that for? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I did hear about that. <coughs> it's um, I mean, to be honest, I don't know for a fact what it is, but I know it's. It, it has to help with range or something like that. Yeah. It's probably like a new method of like, oh, okay. It's from what I remembered, according to like iClarified, which is a website that I always go to. It's something about the iPhone being aware of like the surroundings or mm-hmm. where it is. And, you know, just adjusting the bands or something like that just to help it get, you know, better service. Um in some countries i think that feature needs to be turned off yeah that's what they were saying yeah so with a brand new update the 13.3 i believe there's gonna be a switch for it or or i think there's not gonna be a switch for it it's basically gonna always track your location in a way where you know it's not gonna tell apple or anything like that it's actually gonna stay inside of your phone but it's gonna tell the phone, hey, the ultra wide bands need to be turned off because you're in, I don't know, North Korea, where like, you know, they're weird about those things, where, you know, like certain, or like China, where like there's so many rules and like so many things are like turned off on the iPhone just so they could be able to sell it there because they just don't have that freedom over there. Yeah, unfortunately. What are we gonna talk about next? So we want to talk about the Xbox Series X versus PS5, and then um, PSN versus Xbox Live. Okay. So, which one do you want to start first? Um, we can go for the Xbox since they had that 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 review. All right, perfect. So with the Series X, um, it just looks different. They say that they're supposed to be crossplay compatible okay. i'm not sure if that's really? true or not yeah with what like with other platforms such as pc oh okay, if you okay, think okay. about it pc's crossplay yeah so yeah pc's microsoft exactly so <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i noticed i noticed on ps4 when i was playing mono warfare okay like it'll tell you like oh this person's on the pc this person's on playstation oh really yeah like it'll have to, like the if it has the computer icon that person's okay. playing on pc which is steam what? now if it has the playstation icon that person's on playstation okay yeah so it would be nice if xbox and playstation could be crossplay compatible but hey everybody gotta make their money definitely and what else have you heard about the Xbox? With the Xbox Series X? Well, what I saw, it was actually revealed in the Game Awards. So, you know, it's it's this this award show where they pretty much just award um, games and whatnot. And um, I feel like it came out of nowhere. 
it actually showed people what it looked like um and they give a preview of this really good game that I actually I, I have the first one of it it's called Hellblade and <coughs> they actually um showed uh Hellblade 2 um which is from this developer called Ninja Theory which I think Microsoft bought mm-hmm. and it was supposedly running like the whole scene inside of the game like it wasn't like a pre-rendered you know scene yeah kind of like how they do in the movies like a cgi it was actually like running in the game and uh it looked crazy to be honest they showed a little bit of halo just a little glimpse nothing really but the main game that they actually showed showed was hellblade and you know it looked pretty good um to be honest it looked better than my pc and my pc has like a 1080 ti and that's that's supposed to be even way better than xbox one x and um but the thing with consoles i feel like they work a lot better they're more optimized because a computer has to run a bunch of other stuff you know like your office uh microsoft office everything like that um but these consoles they don't have like a operating system that's supposed to do nothing but just play games like that's it that's why everything's all the resources and all the cpu power and gpu power is all just taking care of gaming and that's it nothing else and um supposedly they have even like ray tracing so ray tracing is kind of like um like how the world of the game reacts to light so like and it makes it look real so like let's say there's like a candle just lit on a wall right and then there's like a puddle of water like you'll see that candle on the puddle of water and like they've been able to do that before but like they kind of like fake it a little bit like they do it on purpose like they put it on there like a little red light but now it's like it's interacting by itself they don't have to put it you know they just say okay the water interacts with light then if there's any light even if you were to just pass it by it'll reflect you see what i mean yeah and um that's something that my graphics card can't even do because they came out with that uh, and video came out with that and this graphics card like called the 2080 ti like the 20 series and it has a special like chip like a hardware that actually takes care of those calculations mine just doesn't have it so um i mean i kind of believe it that it will look that good but we'll have to wait and see because they're even talking about something like for 8k and it's like Sure, like nobody even has that like like they talked about 4k this year with the ps4 pro and xbox one x but it was just like fake 4k like you know like it's called like checkered rendering rendering where like they kind of like pretty much fill up like the 4k screen but like the game is not really being made in 4k you know yeah. it just looks 4k like it's hard to explain that but um xbox ps5 i mean all i've seen is just like the the what's it called the the dev, dev kits kit. yeah tell me about the dev kit the dev kits that you've seen so pretty much what the dev kit is it's just pretty much so that way developers can test the games that they created things like that so that way to see how it works and what it would look like on the new playstation but pretty much it's not like the official playstation i seen it myself on instagram online when i first seen it, i was like ew the playstation 5 <laughs> kind of looks like the atari yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> 
So I was kind of thrown off about it. I was like, I hope they don't release it like this. And then, of course, Nick told me, no, that's just a death kit. <laughs> but other than that, it's just pretty much the way developers can do testing. But um, hopefully the PlayStation, they release it in a different model. As you saw last year with the PlayStation Pro, it was like double-deckered. And then, of course, PlayStation 4 had a whole new look from PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, and, of course, your PlayStation 1. But if they could do something different or, or even, like I said, make it cross-play compatible with other consoles because you never know. Your friend might have an Xbox. I got a PlayStation. Like me and Nick. Nick has PlayStation, and I have PlayStation 2, but I'm mainly on the Xbox. So, like, when me and him want to play games, the games that I have is for Xbox, and the games that he has that we want to play together, he has them for PlayStation. So, we really can't play together, but other than that, if they could just make it, like, cross-play compatible, it would be great. Sure, that would be the best. I feel like, but but did you hear about how PlayStation won the James World Record for the most consoles sold this year? PS1? No, I think it was, no, I think it was PlayStation 4. That that's that's Four. had the most consoles. Oh yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it was PlayStation in general, but they sold the most consoles this year. Did it beat the PS2? Because I, I think that was the last one that won. I think so. Whoa. Either beat PS2 or PS1, but either way around, like they did good this year. Compared to Xbox, they did good. So a lot of people are are going to. Alright, so pretty much don't get me started on the Xbox. I love the Xbox, but it had a rough start. You know, they pretty much told people, yo, like <laughs> you need internet. Like you need internet to check that, you know, your games are valid and you know, that was pretty much gonna destroy GameStop faster than it already is dying. And where, you know, you couldn't really buy used games. You know, they had to be new and they're just tied to you forever. Um, they had bad messaging. Um uh, you know, just conveying things to the people, and you know, at the end of the day, it had uh, worse hardware. Um, the the DD the 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 RAM was actually lower speed than the PS4, and that's what kind of got the PS4 a little bit ahead. You know, some games were running a little bit faster on the PS4, and at the same time, Xbox had like a clunky um like a dashboard yeah. where like it was a little bit slower. The PS4 was more like bare bones, but at least it worked and it never really like you never saw really saw the lag. Um but Xbox uh turned the whole thing around. Now everything's everything's looking good with the Xbox One X, you know, actually it has more horsepower than the PS4 Pro, but at the same time, even some games, they still run better on PS4 Pro, but, uh, you know, vice versa, some of them run better on Xbox One X. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I still like Xbox, you know, uh, I grew up on Halo, I grew up on Gears, um, that was my first console, I think, no, actually, I had a... That that was my first console of that gen because I went to get the PS3 later. Um, but yeah, I mean, shoot, they Xbox Live always had like the party, the party system where you could just add people and you're already in a party. Even even though you're not playing the same game, you could still talk. And you know the the PlayStation was late to that party. <laughs> yeah. But 
it was late to that. But, um, you know, now everything's pretty much the same. It just, um, you know, they just, I think Xbox just needs better exclusives. And um, at the same time, you know, just make sure they don't fall behind this generation with, like, the hardware. Um, I think they're going to have the Series X and then maybe, like, a Series S. Or, like, what would be even crazier is that the Series X is the weaker one of the two that they're coming out with. Yeah. So what they showed is actually not the best. That would be crazy, but I really think that's the best. And then they're going to come out with, like, the lighter version. That Project Scarlet. <laughs> yeah, the Project Scarlet. Uh, Project Scarlet was basically two consoles. So I heard one of them was called Lockhart, and then another one was called something else, which was Series X. Um, but they still haven't unveiled the second one. Yeah. So, you know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be one that's, you know, a uh, high price and then another one that's more attainable for people that just want to play and they don't care about 4K graphics. You know, let's be honest, like not everybody has a 4K TV. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's interesting to see where, where that will go. So it's like going to do that toss up like how they did with PS4 yeah. PS4 Pro. Yep. Yep. Now, with, with PlayStation 5, do you think... um. <laughs> What what was the game that that you were saying? What game? It was, I had it in my head. It was, not Beyblade, no. No. PS Five, you said? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. It really. Was, it was the game that 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 they like played. No, it was for. No, it was for PlayStation. No, it was. I think it was for Xbox. What the the game that I saw that I told you that they were they presented when they yeah. came out? Oh yeah, Hellblade. Yeah, Hellblade. I think that's also on P on PlayStation. I know I, I have it for PC, but mm-hmm. it first came out for I think PlayStation. I'm not sure to be honest. Do you think Do you think that's gonna be like Xbox like bundle game? You know how they do a bundle game like with PlayStation, they did it with Spider Man. I think that's gonna be a launch game, but I don't think it's gonna be bundled. Not like it's, how they did it no, with Spider Man. Nah. No, the thing is that when a console comes out, the hype is good enough to just sell only the console. When they already sold the consoles for the people that were just hyped up hyped up about it, they end up adding things to get you to buy. Like, okay, that's a good deal. I'm going to jump on it now, you know, instead of paying the full price and then just getting only like the console mm-hmm. where, you know, you still have to go out and spend another 60 bucks on a game. Of course. They got I know I know GameStop they got the PlayStation Four the white yeah. edition the one that released on what? Thanksgiving they got it for four hundred. What is yeah. it a pro? Yeah, PlayStation Pro white. white? Yes, only right. released limited. It was limited edition release for Thanksgiving. No way. Yeah, that's what All the guy right. was saying. I'll sell you mine. I'll sell you mine and I'll buy I'll buy the white one. I do like white. Yeah. Uh, and it's a clean out. white too it's, it's a, a clean, clean white yeah it's is it like gloss white or it's just like matte white from what the picture scene it look like so you know how you got the playstation yeah. the basic black yeah it kind of looks like that just base, just look at it white okay, okay. at least at least that's what i've seen i haven't seen it actually like in person in hand i just seen it off the picture <laughs> okay because okay. I, I was like wait it came out in white yeah what the hell i, I didn't even hear about it yeah that's what he told me he said it released on thanksgiving so Alright, so 
What else do we got? All right. Last topic of the day. Tesla Cybertruck. Oh, what do you God. think about it? Oh, God. Go for it. Kill him. <laughs> so, the Cybertruck, bro, you can't lie. It looks like something, like, it jumped out of um Destiny or something like that. Something crazy like that. It really did. It looked like something like you see in The Purge. It really did. It really did. Like, okay, I haven't seen, like, all the features of it and everything. I just seen, like, what it looked like. I've seen people testing it, things like that. By with the when they were running tests on it, it has a good braking system. That I could say, but okay. honestly, it just looks something like they just threw metal together and said, "Oh, <laughs> cyber car." But it is Tesla, so I want to see what kind of features it has on the inside. Oh, um, yeah. On the test, on the I know on the regular Teslas and stuff like that, they always have like an iPad in there. Oh, I call yeah. it the iPad yeah. because it's. It's a big monitor for especially in the car. Yeah. So let's see let's see what the Cybertruck has. The Cybertruck. What do you think? Mm, I like it. I like it because it just it just changes everything. Um, you know, I don't personally love it, but I know it means a lot to like the car industry because it gives people an excuse, other companies an excuse to make something similar. And that are that were scared to make something too different, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So now they have an excuse to do something something different, but not necessarily so different like the Tesla truck, but the Cyber truck, but something something that changes that starts trickling down because that design to me was an extreme, but then it'll trickle down to the rest of the car industry where everybody starts shifting towards something similar to that. And then everything just stops looking so similar. Yeah. Because for the past, like, 10 years, 20 years, even 30 years, they've been looking, like, almost the same. Like, well, I don't want to say 30 years, but they're (laughs) looking, like, almost the same, to be honest. The cars, like, to me, they all look like a Civic. Like, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? On Shoot, like, the Civic, the Lexus, like, they all look the same. Like, I mean, I can tell them apart, of course, but, like, shoot, if you were, like, like body structure yeah if you were like a mile away and like trying to see the car like from far away they all look the same you know of course they have like different lines and different shapes but like it never just steers from out of the ordinary like you already know that's a car yeah now if you see the tesla truck you're gonna get kind of scared yeah like (laughs) whoa like okay but i feel like I, i see what you're saying how it's gonna trickle down to the rest of the car industry so since Tesla released the Cybertruck, do you think Chevy, Ford, Ram, they're gonna try to like, okay, they, Tesla did this, let's try to re-ramp our trucks, see uh-huh. what we can do. Because I see what you're saying. They all do look the same. Like yeah. if you look from a 2018 to a 2019, it looks the same. Yeah. 2017 to 2019, kinda looks the same. Yeah. The only difference is that, oh, you're getting like minor features and they don't think that changes the year just like the macbook pros from 2016 to 2019 they're all the same you don't the only difference is is once you hit 2018 that's when you get true tone on your computer but who really uses true tone it literally looks the same i hear you i hear you but even look even though macbooks uh look different in 2015 from 2015 to 2016 it's not a huge change 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you still know it's a MacBook. Like, it's mm-hmm. slimmer and it came out in different colors, but even that's not a big change. But you also got... Even from the CD drive one to the to the Space Gray ones to the 2016s, like, it's a change, but it's not like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Not until you hit the touch bar. Okay. When yeah, you, I get Okay, bar, okay. Yeah, that, that feature was cool. That feature was different. Because it was like, all right, you don't have to enter your password all the time. You just rest your finger on there. Bam, it unlocks just like your phone. But, mm, I... If Apple could, I'm not sure if the RAM sticks are started on from twenty from the the 2016 and up model because we recently found out that we could change the hard drive. In there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and we thought the hard drive was like soldered on. What you get is what you get. So maybe we just gotta find the RAM sticks, or RAM sticks are actually soldered on. Unfortunately. Well, we'll have to see and find out. Well, thank you very much to everybody to uh, for listening to our first episode of Flat Tech. Um, we'll definitely at least be back once a week. Uh, this is our first podcast. Again, my name is Nick and my co-host Dominic. Thank you so much for tuning in. And then we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Have a good one. Thank you.